Good morning. Scott Luton here with you on this edition of This Week in Business History. Welcome to today's show. On this program, which is part of the Supply Chain Now family of programming, we take a look back at the upcoming week, and then we share some of the most relevant events and milestones from years past. Of course, mostly business-focused, with a little dab of global supply chain, and occasionally, we might just throw in a good story outside of our primary realm. So I invite you to join me on this look back in history to identify some of the most significant leaders, companies, innovations, and perhaps lessons learned in our collective business journey. Now, let's dive in to this week in business history. Hey, hey, and good morning. Thanks for joining us here today. I'm your host, Scott Luton, and welcome to today's edition of This Week in Business History for the week of November 29th, 2021. For those tuning in that celebrated Thanksgiving, hey, we hope that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. We certainly have a lot to be grateful for. For many folks, Thanksgiving not only means lots of good food and gratefulness, but it also means hanging out with the extended family. For me, that means seeing lots and lots of cousins each year. I was fortunate to grow up with a lot of cousins on both sides of my family. Now, as a father, I get to see my kids play with their cousins. And if your kids are like mine, that means lots of video games. In fact, it was no different for me as I was growing up. In particular, me, my brother, and my two cousins established a Luton Football League using the Sega Genesis and several early versions of John Madden football. That was one of my favorite childhood memories. Seven seasons. I earned two of those titles, those hard-fought titles. Now, especially as I see my son Ben's love for all things video games, I'm reminded of just how much innovation has taken place from the 1950s to the games that Ben plays today. It's nothing short of amazing. So to that end, and on today's episode, we're going to be exploring the wide world of video games. And I'll be offering up five things you didn't know about the history of video games. And hey, before we move forward, if I could ask you for a simple favor, I sure would appreciate it if you would subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast from. And hey, leave us a review. Let us know how we're doing. Now that would be just one more thing that our team here would be grateful for. So now let's get started. First up on our list of five things you didn't know about the history of video games, where were video games born? Well, where else would you expect? Laboratories. Yep, the earliest and most influential video games were developed in research labs. For example, in 1952, A.S. Douglas, a British professor, would develop arguably the first video game ever at the University of Cambridge. It was entitled Knots and Crosses, or it really played like tic-tac-toe. A few years later, in 1958, William Higginbottom would create the more well-known early video game entitled Tennis for Two at the Brookhaven National Laboratory in Upton, New York. 
Now, Tennis for Two would also be the first multiplayer game ever. And then, in 1962, at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, Steve Russell would invent a game entitled Space War. Now, this game was considered to be cutting edge for its time, but one small problem. There in 1962, it could only be found at institutions and universities where you could more commonly find the hardware it was played on. This limitation, however, did not stop the game Space War from being the first widely distributed video game. Now, a little known fact about the, one of the godfathers of video games, Steve Russell, who again developed Space War, well, his nickname was Slug, and he'd go on to mentor Bill Gates and Paul Allen on mainframe technology in Seattle in 1968, just seven years before Gates and Allen would start Microsoft. For number two on our list, in my opening, I referenced the Sega Genesis, which was a game platform that was purchased for the home back in the late 80s and early 90s. You could then purchase a wide variety of games separately, including one of my all-time favorites, John Madden Football. Now this is an example of what is called a home gaming console. Other examples of a console would be the iconic Nintendo Entertainment System, Sony's PlayStation, and Microsoft's Xbox. Now the first home game console would be invented by a German-American engineer named Ralph Baer and manufactured by Magnavox in Fort Wayne, Indiana. It would be entitled The Odyssey and it was released in September 1972. About 130,000 systems were sold in the first few months, but a combination of factors really limited the Odyssey's success. First, the games that could be played on the console were limited and the ones that were available were very similar to each other. Second, Magnavox didn't have the most successful go-to market strategy for a first-of-its-kind device, as Odyssey was. Pricing was high, distribution and availability was limited, amongst other things. Nevertheless, the Odyssey would serve as a critical catalyst for the emerging video game industry. One final point about the Odyssey. A new product show was being held in the spring of 1972 at Airport Marina in Burlingame, California. You know, one visitor that signed the register books to get into the show on May 24th was none other than Nolan Bushnell. Bushnell would play the Odyssey, that console on display there at the product show, including its ping pong game that the console included. This would change the video game and global business history forever. So then number three in our list of five things you didn't know about the history of video games, a star is born. The before mentioned Nolan Bushnell, well he would be deeply impacted by what he saw at that new product show in California. Bushnell had just formed a startup in 1972 that you may have heard of. That would be Atari, but no one else had heard of them just yet back in the mid seventies. Bushnell would task Atari's second employee ever, Mr. Alan Alcorn, at developing a ping pong style game like what the Odyssey offered. 
but he wanted it to be a coin-operated game for the arcade. The rest is largely history. The legendary result, Pong, became an enormous global hit and would become the first commercially successful video game. It also would truly launch the video game industry in earnest fashion. Additionally, it would help Nolan Bushnell grow Atari, who would eventually release a revolutionary home console in 1977 called the Atari Video Computer System, more commonly known now as the Atari 2600. Hey, one last note about Nolan Bushnell. Also in 1977, he would launch a pizzeria slash arcade to help market and move his Atari games to kids. That little venture is now known as Chuck E. Cheese. Number four on our list, a home console for the masses. Hey, for me, I believe it was Christmas Day 1985 when my brother and I awoke and found what everyone wanted under the Christmas tree that year. Yes, it was the Nintendo Entertainment System, which came packaged with Super Mario Brothers. As you may know, both the NES and the game Super Mario Brothers were massive hits. They're, they're icons in the video game industry. The NES has since sold 61 million units, making it still the 13th most successful home console of all time, even though it's been more than 30 years since its release. Super Mario Brothers, the first installment of a mega successful franchise, has sold over 58 million copies, which is good for number six on the list of best-selling video games of all time. As legendarily successful when it comes to video games as Nintendo is, you probably don't know that when the company started way back in 1889, its business focus was on making Japanese playing cards. Nintendo would also get involved in television, a brand of instant rice, and even a chain of love hotels. All that would come before the company dove headfirst into the video game industry. And one last note, prior to releasing the NES in North America, Nintendo was set to finalize a partnership deal with Atari in June 1983. The deal would have released the NES under the Atari brand. However, a licensing violation led to the deal being nixed and Nintendo proceeding on its own. Man, what a missed opportunity, huh? Now, all of that brings us to number five on our list of five things you didn't know about the history of video games. Let's talk about what's atop the charts in 2021. According to GameSpot, the top-selling video game across all consoles and platforms for 2021, at least through October, is Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. In terms of best-selling console for 2021, we have a new champion, folks. The Nintendo Switch has dominated the U.S. market for almost three years, until September 2021, when the hot PlayStation 5 finally caught up and outsold the Switch in terms of both dollars and units. Now let's look at a few all-time marks. First, in terms of consoles, the PlayStation 2 developed by Sony and released in 2000 
is the best-selling console of all time according to Statista. It has sold more than 157 million units. The best-selling video game of all time is Minecraft with over 238 million units sold, which outpaces, by the way, number two, Grand Theft Auto V by more than 80 million copies. Now finally, according to my son Ben, the best all-time video game is Super Mario 3D All-Stars. And the best console, you ask? Well, Ben says it's a Nintendo Switch. But you gotta have the Pro Controllers, he advises. Hey, straight from the mouth of babes and a true expert in the craft. Elon Musk once said, quote, to make an embarrassing admission, I like video games. That's what got me into software engineering when I was a kid. I wanted to make money so I could buy a better computer to play better video games, end quote. Hey, if Elon Musk can use video games as a springboard to changing the world and truly challenging the status quo, it'll be neat to see what old Ben Luton does with his gaming experience. Well, that just about wraps it up for this week's episode of This Week in Business History. Hey, so little time, so much to cover when it comes to the wide world of video games. But there's always next time. With that said, we wish you a wonderful week ahead. Scott Luton here urging you to do good, give forward, and be the change that's needed. And we'll see you right back here next time on This Week in Business History. Thanks, everybody.